You're listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. This talk was given at 2212 South Broad Street. For more information, visit us at circleofhope.net. We wanted to look at things that are kind of commonly believed and hold them up to the light and say, is this, you know, is this actually true? And I'm glad we've been doing that. I was thinking of it like, uh, like a tree, actually. Um, I think conventional wisdom is like kind of the canopy that most people live in. And uh, we might try to like, I don't know, you know, tweak, cut off some branches here and there. Um, but Jesus is like calling us to the root. His, his wis- Jesus's wisdom, I think, is... Uh, if I'm going to go with the tree metaphor, kind of like the root, the place of deep nourishment and, and where life comes out of. And so um, and it's often really different from conventional wisdom. Um, so I, I hope we can, um, he, he ought, Jesus, I think, often talked about like the thing behind the thing behind the thing. His, it, it, it was hidden and it was hidden even from like in his contemporaries, often you know the stuff that he taught his disciples, they didn't even get it in real time. Like the Holy Spirit taught them years later, and then they applied it. Um, so his wisdom is deep, um, and we wanna we wanna keep trying to uncover it. Not not just this week, but as we go forward. So the 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 common phrase that we're looking at this last week is probably the most common one that we've tried to tackle so far and that is everything happens for a reason you you've heard this right probably many times in your life everything happens for a reason i think it's uh i think it's really commonly believed um because it comes from a real longing to make meaning out of things, I think, especially on hard situations. We um, want to understand why things happen, you know, um, especially when life gets really tough. Um, we would like to know if there's something that we're supposed to learn um, so we can avoid it in the future. You know, I, I often hear people asking, like, is God punishing me because I'm going through this really hard time? What does this mean? Um, We want to understand the reason why things happen so that we can have some kind of measure of control. Um, I think that's really natural. We would like to avoid suffering if we can, or at least make some kind of meaning out of it, right? I was... Um, feeling this a few years ago when um, some of our dear friends lost a baby not once but three times in a row. Um, Each time my friend got pregnant she carried the baby for months as the baby grew and until the doctors discovered that something was terribly wrong and uh, the baby wasn't going to live too many minutes for hours and she had to deliver deliver the baby um, and say goodbye and 
after the first time it happened, they named and buried the child, and they all, many of us were part of that. Um, and the doctor said that there was no way that this genetic condition would recur because um, it was so rare. And that they should try to have a baby again after they felt a little better. And so they did. And a couple months in, the doctors discovered that it was some slightly different terrible condition that the baby wasn't going to live and my friend again had to deliver this child and they held the baby for a couple of moments, another baby boy. Um, and so we grieved and buried that child and the doctor said that terrible thing was so rare, there's no way it can happen again. And so they tried a third time and got pregnant with another baby boy. And sure enough, but a little earlier this time, they discovered that this third little guy wasn't going to survive either. And so by the time my friend was delivering this third baby, I was like, okay, God, why in the world? You know, why? How can, this is just too much. What is the meaning of all this? I wanted to find some meaning in the suffering for my friend. And I think a lot of us felt that way. We wanted, we wanted answers. My friend really wanted answers. We wanted some measure of certainty to hold on to. But the only certainty we found in the end is that a relationship with God makes meaning out of suffering. That's really the whole point of my talk. Our relationship with God makes meaning out of suffering. They didn't get too many answers, but they got that. And it was more than enough. We get to relate to God and cry out to him when we don't understand. We get called into this deeper love and trust. And this is not an easy process. I know I'm just, you know saying it, but it's not easy. Um, but I think it is true, and we know this because we see Jesus himself doing it. We see Jesus um, in these moments of uncertainty, kind of holding this tension, um, crying out to God, wrestling with his own will, and I know, I know it might seem simple to us on, on this end because, like, we know the end of the story and we think of Jesus as, like, having all these superpowers because he's the son of God. Um, and he did, does. But um, I think that he lived, as a human being, he lived with some uncertainty, too, um, that called him into this relationship of trust and dependence on the Father again and again and um, we see these little glimpses uh, of this in the Bible Jesus working this out and here's one in Matthew he said not even no one not even him knows the hour of his coming again so that's how he 
that was it. That was his truth in the in that moment there with his disciples. He didn't have all the didactic answers in the way that we think about wanting answers and reasons for things. He had to keep showing up in this relationship with God to get to the fullness of his destiny. And so if everything happens for a reason, I'm not sure the reasons are very obvious in in the regular moments of our lives. I think that we're called to relate to God, and hopefully the relating leads to trust. And that's that's why we have this rhythm of life together in Circle of Hope. We we have these weekly opportunities to help us um, practice that relating, you know, that showing up for that that connection with God that, of course, we can have all the time, but we want to make space to do it with each other, to encourage each other to keep relating to God. And so that we're working at it. For those of us that like answers, though, I think there's this one story in the Gospel of John that um, gives a reason for particular circumstances that might be able to be applied to everything we face, maybe. You'll, you'll have to do your own discernment, um, even as I'm talking. But when Jesus heals this man who was born blind, people are, of course, asking for all these questions about reason, like wanting reasons. Why did this happen? Why was this guy born blind? Um... Is it because is it his fault? Is it because he sinned or his parents sinned? Um, and Jesus says no, no. Um, it's not anybody's fault. This happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. And other translations say that it happened so that the glory of God might be. And I think Jesus is not just talking about his blindness, he's talking about the healing. The healing that is happening is so that the glory of God might be revealed. Um, and, and there's a future, like, there's a future view on this, and I think we have to take the future view, because we know that everything is not healed yet. Like Ray was saying, we are still in the midst of a lot of mess, right? As a, as a human race. Um, and we, as Jesus followers, are still called to pick up our cross and suffer. Um, but I think Jesus is talking about something bigger here. The, the works of God being displayed, the glory of God being revealed in him and in us. The root of that tree is a future hope and reality that we're going to rise with Christ and be with him forever. Jesus is kind of Jesus is doing that with his own self um, on the cross, and I think that's the one thing we are promised. When people talk about like God's sovereignty, um, I think I think we see God's uh, that that's the thing that we God is most sovereign, and that we will rise from the dead with Jesus. I think worldly peace is about control, but Jesus says, I give peace not as the world gives. Enter the mystery and see how I'm responding to the trouble in the world. 
to reveal my glory. He's calling us to, to enter this mystery. So I think of God kind of like the conductor of an orchestra more than um, any of the players, especially the concertmaster. The concertmaster is the first violinist, um, and they they need to they lead the orchestra in many ways. They have to play they have to play their actual part to keep everybody else in tune and on track. Um, but the conductor is making something beautiful out of what each person offers. Knowing what's best, but responding in the moment and kind of guiding and encouraging to the goal. Revealing the beauty of the big picture. So if you're a theologian, I, I'm talking more about like open theism than um, divine foreknowledge or or um, meticulous sovereignty. Some people, I think, when they ask this question, does everything happen for a reason, they think of God as this like super controlling power that is just responsible for everything that's happening in the world, and I just don't think that's what's, what's going on. I don't think God is controlling everything like some authoritarian. I mean, or we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this mess. Rather, I think God is infinitely powerful to respond to the billions of possibilities that people present in any given moment and can make something beautiful out of each person, out of each situation as we choose to cooperate with grace. And so I wonder um, if maybe anything can happen for a reason, and that reason being that the glory of God might be revealed. The future is breaking into the present here. Jesus is the future, and he, he reveals his glory now through us. So today is Christ the King Sunday, and um, it's the last day of the liturgical year. Um, where we get this future vision of Jesus kind of wrapping everything up and uh, making all things well, making all things new. And then next week we're going to start. We're going to start start the calendar all over again from the beginning, and we're going to wait. We're going to wait, kind of in the dusty cry of humanity for the Savior to come. Tracy's going to talk to us, um, and I can't wait for that. But today is Christ the King Sunday. So here's a tattoo of Christ the King. He's on that throne, making all things new, revealing the future right now, even in the present. Kind of it triumphing in love. I think I think this is true, but I think it's really interesting that when Jesus talks about himself as king, he identifies with the least of these. He doesn't when Jesus talks about himself as king, he does it doesn't look to me like all the pictures of Christ the King Sunday where he's got a gold crown on and a really expensive Road. Jesus is uh, is calling us to serve the least of these as if it is him. He says, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. 
and it clothes and it clothed me. I was sick and they looked after me. I was in prison and they came to visit me. So I think this passage calls us to kind of look at the hidden things here, to look the thing behind the thing. Um, Jesus is king, but he's but he's in those hidden places. He is in the sick and the hungry, the stranger, those who are in prison. You know, that's what Bethany and the circle mobilizing, circle mobilizing for the Black Lives Matter team was doing a few weeks ago. It turned up raising money to bail kids out of prison. Um, there's this great call to action in Matthew 25 from Jesus the King. And it is to love in these practical ways. That note, I asked one of my friends this week, um, he quit smoking weed even though he loves it. And I said, why did you quit? And he said, I realized that my purpose is to love. And I can't do that fully while I'm like chasing this other thing. I think um, it might be good here too to not forget that we're the least, we are the least of these two. I think that Jesus is not just calling us to serve, he's calling us to see himself in each of us too. Because we are often hungry and thirsty too, right? We often get hit with disasters um, that we can't sort out or understand. We need to be taken care of too. And I think we probably need practical love more than reasons or answers, right? They're never fully satisfying. Um, because I think we're built for this, uh, this very human kind of love. And that's why we're forming this circle of hope. I think sometimes, though, we can, we can get up in our heads looking for answers or reasons. Um, and in that search, miss what is right in front of us. You know, the love of Christ the love of Jesus in the hands and feet of those who has actually put in their lives and sent to us. So um, I wonder if Jesus is, is asking us not to be preoccupied with the why and with the reasons. I wonder if he's saying, just cry out to God in your suffering like I did, like he did. He, he is poor, you and me, and I think he's, he's calling us to trust him now, to trust him that all will someday be made bright. All that we don't understand now will someday be bright, made bright and new, that he will wrap up time, and that, that even what looks so dark um, and bleak to us now is moving, is moving somewhere, and our suffering will I think that root that is Jesus is the hope and the reality of our future.
Let me pray for us and we'll talk more. Lord, you are pretty mysterious and, and amazing. And I pray that you would give us faith um, to see you in the hidden places, to have confidence in your victory in us, um, and at the same time, be vulnerable, be vulnerable enough with you and with each other to um, receive the rescue that you offer and, um, and your presence in the, in the darkness. Thank you for our community and the work that you're doing in us here. Pray that you um, remind us that you have empowered us to spread your love all over the region. And we can do that. In your name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to Circle of Hope's Sunday Meeting Podcast. If you want to talk about it or get connected to a cell, you can find one under our Connect drop-down at circleofhope.net.